This is Alan with Tunarm in Baltimore. A gooner and a toffee walk into a bar. Decided to do a shit football podcast. You're listening to the DU Football Show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, occasionally we do a shit podcast, but occasionally we do a really good one. And all the time, Newcastle is shit. That's exactly what I was about to get to. Man, I just, I laid that right up for you. You see, that's how that's how the alley-oop works, Sam. I throw it up, you slam it down. It's very simple. Same thing with the printer. Yeah, well, let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking gooner grab. Smell the malort. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the FA Cup fourth round and one English Premier League game as told by two <laughs> common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the giggle pot, Samuel Graham. Yeah. Sammy, how you doing? Uh, doing very well, just giggly, giddy, and happy. Oh, aren't we all, especially after long, trying days like today. Yes. <sighs> very long, very trying today. Fuck that printer. We're <laughs> recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be Please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. We are at D Football Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, DFootballShow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Also, make sure you search out Drunkard United FC on Facebook. It's our closed group where we do most of our banter. Uh, and stuff like this that you can hear, uh, posted by our good Leeds friend, David Geckel, uh, about the sacking of Frank Lampard today, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Uh, he said, Lampard on his sacking from Chelsea. Uh, friends and family are everything, said the former midfielder. When I got home, John Terry was already there comforting Christine on the couch. Not sure how he heard the news so quickly, but they were both red-faced and breathless with emotion. <laughs> Why? Because Villa fucks. Because <laughs> Villa fucks. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> Sounds about right. Because Villa Fox. So that's the type of shit you could get involved with if you find the closed group. And uh, I highly suggest you do it because there is a lot of funny shit on there. Lovely. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show. And every single show, Mr. Graham, since it's a cold and dark and stormy night, what are we sipping on this evening? We have the number six whiskey uh, from Whiskey Advocates 2020 Top 20, which I think I've settled on. That's the way I should say it. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it only took you five tries to work it out, but know, you've got well, it. There's a lot of 20s in there. Let's <laughs> say it to make sense. Uh, this is the Ardbeg five-year-old Wee Beastie. Uh, this clocks in at 948 proof which is 47.4% by volume uh and you'd be able to find it for 46.99 to 49.99 on the shelf. Uh this youthful age statement may take many scotch drinkers by surprise but don't let double digit bias prevent you from enjoying this exciting yet easy drinking peat bomb. Salt water and seaweed smoke and sweet peat tussle on the nose while vanilla fresh berries and ample nuttiness 
spread out to take hold. The structured, balanced palate is creamy, nutty, and spiced, uh, showcasing brown sugar bacon, smoked salt, milk chocolate, pepper, and well-integrated oak, all wrapped up like a cigar with flakes of ash and sustained smoke. This precious youngster shows more complexity than some whiskeys twice its age, making it a remarkable find. So besides this and that fantastic description, which I think is fairly accurate, um, I'm not getting a ton of chocolate from it. Uh, I I do get a bit of iodine, but not as hefty as say the Lagavulin 16 or yeah, it's or not Lafroig. It's it's not like chewing on a peat moss uh-uh. log or a campfire log. It's not that incredibly peaty. But that being said, this is a peat fucking whiskey. Like yeah, you definitely know you're drinking a peated whiskey. Absolutely. Um, and all those flavors, as they rightly say, are stuck together, much like the pages that came out of that printer from a certain action you did because <laughs> you were so pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh lovely. If if you're into big Isla, big Pete um scotches, this is this is a definite buy. And also at its price point, this is gosh, I'd I dare say I don't carry many Islas in my in my repertoire here at the home. But if for that price for under 50 bucks, that's well worth just keeping a bottle on hand just for when the itch needs scratching and you're just like you know ooh, i want i want a big pd i want a big p yeah absolutely that that is really remarkable really really lovely it's lovely uh remember to drink responsibly everybody excellent let's do this kids let's oh that was a little weak try that again i was afraid of breaking your glass with the neck of my beer bottle before we uh, jump into the fourth round, uh, um, we did have one game in hand that got played. Uh, we also got a manager that got yeah, let go, <laughs> um, which we'd already hinted at with Frank Lampard there. But so we were not going to talk about it now. Let's just talk about uh, the game in hand. Aston Villa to Newcastle nil. Really should have been the higher score, I think. Oh, yeah. Hey, that could have been a lot worse. I think I think Villa took the foot off the gas and went, ah, we've got, you know, another four games in 10 days. So let's just fucking cruise, settle down, take the win, you know? Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, they took it on the chin against city on Thursday, obviously, which was, you know, potentially bound to happen regardless. And then didn't let it affect them. They picked themselves right back up. It was very good to go. Yeah. It's um, comfortable. I mean, the, the easy, the best way to describe it is comfortable. Newcastle never really threatened them. Emmy Martinez was forced into what two saves, maybe mm-hmm. everything else. It was all Villa. Uh, Ali with a great goal, uh, Triori with a great goal. Like just, it was cruise control. I was glad to see uh, uh, Ali Watkins' goal stand. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, no, it was the other one where the goalkeeper may have been impeded. Mm-hmm. The second goal was Triori's goal because it was after right. that uh, the ball got cleared out, recycled, and then yeah, that's right. Yeah, had that been called back, do you think Dean Smith would have come out of the stands and just punched himself a ref? It's entirely possible yeah. because I, I like seeing that because I think goalkeepers are protected too much personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it was a 50-50 ball. They both have every right to go for that off of the corner in the first place. And um, and they the referee, I think, did well to let it go. Uh, Newcastle are just sleepwalking right now, aren't they? Yeah, big time. Um, sleepwalking themselves into a relegation fight. With with uh, it's well, Mike Ashley doesn't care. Clubs up for sale again. I mean, if he if he was a sm- if he was a smart guy, you know what he'd do. Fucking fire Brucey and go hire Frank right now. Yep. Good. That's exactly what we would do. Uh, the one thing that we have to talk about before we go into the next segment that's very important. We must talk about Sad Jack. 
Sad Jack was funny. When Jack got subbed off, you thought someone kicked his puppy. Oh my gosh. He was mumbling to himself on the bench. <laughs> and then was it Douglas Louise yeah. tweeted out me when I get called for dinner in the middle of a Call of Duty, Duty match. match. Yeah. And then Jack retweeted it. Very um, funny. I'd, I'd like to think, and uh, just end with this thought, I'd like to think that Tyrone Mings walked up to uh, Jack a la like um, Robert Downey Jr. in uh, Tropic Thunder, put his hands around uh, Jack and just looked at him and go, you never go full sorrow, brother. You never go full <laughs> sorrow. Don't go, only go partially sad, not the full sorrow. Yeah, he looked very dejected. <laughs> All right. Sam, you've heard the expression that uh, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, definitely. That would be an understatement for our guest tonight. Um, our boy Ben, the head slash only groundskeeper at uh, Chorley FC, is back to join us again. Ben, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Are you guys? You all right? Doing uh, fabulous. Doing well, I, gotta t- I, I, I just want to take the moment to uh, pat ourselves on the back. We did that live all on the f- that was Bloody fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'd like to point out Ben was a pro at this by now because he was just quiet in the background, letting us do our thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, Ben's been around. Like, how many shows you've been on now, Ben? Well, this is my second one, but I've, I've never been off a Zoom call for the last two weeks, believe it or not. <laughs> well, remember, it's talk sport number one, us number two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, the, the big snow fiasco happened. You do the overnight. Yeah. You're doing everything for an entire week trying to take care of it. You would think soccer gods would look down on you and go, yeah, you know what? Hey, Ben, you you deserve a break here, lad. You're, you're all right. No, fuck you. Monsoons. This is what they decided <laughs> to do. <laughs> Tell us about what happened this past week before the match. Well, I'll tell you what, I must have upset somebody up above me because Flaming X was trying to kill me off with all this rain and that. Um, started off probably the week before that actually because we had two home games in between the Derby and the Wolves game we actually played Farsley Celtic and Leamington Spa at home so Leamington we had a frozen pitch it was freezing as we were playing then on the Saturday obviously it started mm-hmm. raining and now we had a flooded pitch on the Saturday for Farsley so after the Farsley game the pitches too can absolutely batter in that and then obviously Storm and um, Christoph has come in and it's give us 100 mil of rain, which is four inches in two days. So as you can imagine, the pitch is kind of like really, really kind of getting to the point where it's in doubt. So luckily we had the tent back and the tent actually saved us again. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Uh, Sammy? Yeah, that's that's insane. All that rain. He was sending me videos of them just sweeping water <laughs> and it was just coming back. Four like, inches of rain in two days. Nothing that's nuts. you can get away from. Um, so how are the boys feeling after the match? Obviously, uh, they gave a very good account of themselves uh, against yeah. Premier League op- uh, opposition. Outshot Wolverhampton uh, in, in shots on target. So how, how are they feeling about themselves today? I think when you look at it overall, I would pretty much dejected really I mean um, I thought first half we kind of maybe just sat off them a little bit probably showed them a bit too much respect but second half I mean I, I weren't in the change rooms when um, the team talk was given but I couldn't believe how well we played the second half it was literally just 40 minutes of us just attacking their goal um, as you as you watched and that we had some really good chances on another day we take the chances take them to extra time hopefully win on penalties and that but yeah, the feeling around the camp is kind of like really gutted. 
Um, you look at the strike force, 60 million, I think it was 70 million pounds with the strike force, two thirty-five million pound buys. And they've not even had a sniff throughout the game. And that, I think they've had one shot on target and the one mm-hmm. shot was a 30 yard one, the goal. So again, the gulf in kind of like where they are and where we are, they should be beating us seven, eight, nine. No, do you know what I mean? Without yeah. them being disrespectful to our lads, but. Unbelievable, the lads on the night tonight. Like I said, a bit of luck on our side. It's a different story. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I saw uh, what you have a, a big defender named Hull, H A L L, right? Or Halls? No, yeah, yeah. So Halls is the centre half, and we have Hall up front. Okay, one of them yeah. was essentially invisible to the defence on every set piece that you all had. He was free yeah. three or four times that I saw, and one put an excellent header in that was saved well uh, yeah. by the goalkeeper. Well, I'll tell you what, so honestly, man, we've had that corner routine now for four or five years and we still get it. We still get away with it every game. We actually scored a, a goal exactly the same as that against Peterborough away. And you think, right, so you think professional clubs have scouts, etc. They come mm-hmm. and watch your games. They actually do the analysis and, and like, we still get, every <laughs> game, we still get a chance off that and it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's crazy. How were uh, How was the Wolves players and staff? I mean, were they... Gracious and, and generous towards you all uh, as hosts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know whether you've seen it, but prior to the game, um, one of the BT who was actually staying around the ground took some photographs. That got out. So on all social medias, it was like, look at the state of Charlie's pitch and that. But they only took a picture of the corner as the tent was covering the full pitch and that. So like the Wolves guys actually turned up going, wow, pitch is actually quite good. You know what I mean? It's like, so I've got quite a bit of praise off that. Um, the Wolves guys, unbelievable. Yeah, total respect. Had a chat with them before the game. They did all the warm-ups where I asked them to. Did the warm-ups off the pitch, you know, when they're doing the little shuttle runs, the hurdles, etc. And um, to refer to them, after the game, the kit man brought us a full set of all their shirts to give to the football club to raffle off. So, oh, yeah, fabulous. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you've probably seen the tweet also of them cleaning all the changing rooms. Oh, the changing room, yeah. I saw your, the tweet. Yeah, you had, yeah. It was the, flat out spotless. Yeah. Yeah, the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the cleanest changing room that an away team left it since Japan at the last World Cup. <laughs> I mean, that's absolutely brilliant. You know, that was, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad they were like that. So they, they didn't come in with any ego or, uh, or, no, or anything like that. That's wonderful to hear. Um, no, I, they, they were spot on. I mean, that that believe it or not, that tweet had thirty one and a half thousand likes. Mm, wow, fabulous! Yeah, the um, so the commentators, the color man, I want to say, like in the first fifteen minutes, was just ragging on your pitch, like just you know going, well, you oh, know, wolves <laughs> wolves aren't used to playing on a pitch like this. Finally, the the lead guy goes, you know, the groundsman stayed up. All night long, making yeah. sure this yeah. pitch was ready to go. Yeah, that's like, why. That's if, why I hate just ESPN's go, Shut the fuck up and let. It, like, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what one man went through to make sure that this game went off. That's part of the reason For I don't two, like ESPN's announcers. You know, they're yeah. rude. Yeah, it was it was just very funny to hear. I, I just I love the fact that the main commentator slapped back at him, just like shut up about it, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that bad, you yeah. know. I, th- I, th- I think this is one of the problems as well. People who actually are involved with Premier League football think that football stops at that level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's, there's a whole t- the whole seven, eight, nine tiers in England, like, and we're in, I think we're in the fifth or sixth tier, mm-hmm. and it. 
we get that it's not what they're used to and that, but that's the kind of magic of the FA Cup, isn't it? A Premier League club gets drawn against Lowell with and have to come and have to mm. try and win. And it shows like the gulf between them was quite close. Um, whether it had an effect on them turning up to a ground and etc. Like there's no central eating in their change rooms. There's no tellies. There's only one bed. They've got, they brought 50 people with them. The change room only fits 20 people in etc. You don't know, but that, again, that's that's the reality of the of the FA Cup. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what? What? You mean you don't have Audi seats on your uh, on your touchline oh, for no. uh, the uh, <laughs> for for everybody? <laughs> well, Sam, listen, Sam, we had we had to have an extra. You might have seen it, but we had to have extra seats put in behind the dugout just to cater for them. Wow, Jeez. too funny. <laughs> yeah. The uh, uh, I was yes. going to say Houston all weekend. Every uh, pitch that was covered in snow, he had like mm, Ben wouldn't yeah. let that happen. <laughs> 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 I was looking at the bridge. I'm like Ben wouldn't have let that shit happen. Yeah, right. would be- you got I a mean, snow problem? Yeah. Call my man Ben. We, I mean, we, we got somebody for that. For fuck's sake, it's 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 West London. How how snowy does it get down there? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Ben's dealing with the real shit up there. Yeah, you, you mean know? to tell me that oligarch can't afford a snowblower? <laughs> Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> so you, the, the difference with us and Chelsea is a lot about to shovel that off where they just put the uh, underside eating on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, how did uh, virtual sales go for you? Did you guys have a great turnout with that? Um, probably not not as good as expected. I think we just sold over 2,000, which again is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like it's around 20,000, obviously English pounds and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether you've seen it, but we had a bit of a mishap through the week. Um, one of the guys that you, you know that West Brom and Wolves are kind of like the fierce rivals. Mm-hmm. Yes, so yes. West Brom beat, West Brom beat Wolves on the Saturday. So yep. then one of our guys missed kind of placed the tweets tweeting the West Brom guys that if they get behind us, the, the lads would do the boing boing song to the Adele. Oh. You know, the Adele. So then we'll, <laughs> so on all the Wolves forums, they were just acting right, we're boycotting it, et cetera, et cetera. But oh, it is yeah. what it is. It was a bit of banter that went wrong and that. But yeah. listen, thanks for, thanks for you guys for plugging it, et cetera, over there in the States. And Absolutely. That. Really appreciated it. Well, I, look, you... You are now the official non-league side of the Drunk United Football Show. So we yeah. we uh, we yeah. chat about we chat about what you guys are doing. So we had talked about your three to two comeback against uh, uh, Celtic. What, what's their first Celtic name? Celtic Thistle, I think. Celt- yeah. Uh, Fersley. Yeah. Fersley. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Talked about your three two comeback, and uh, so yeah, we've been super. keeping we're keeping one eye open on the team. I do have to say. Just on a, uh, since I've got a, uh, an Englishman here, uh, just a yeah. words that Americans don't get that you guys use scheme. They call it the ticket scheme. Like oh, here yeah. in the States, that means like you're getting hustled. You're getting worked over. Like it's not well, a good thing. <laughs> like it's, we will a scheme, a scheme is what we, but it's like, it's normally like a pyramid scheme. Like somebody's trying yeah. to screw you over. And I always hear that yeah. in, in England. And it's like, oh no, it's a perfectly fine thing. It's a you ticket know? plan. Yeah. yeah. If you tell me it's ticket scheme. Yeah. Yeah. That's then, what it is. Yeah. Then, yeah. then uh, I'm definitely thinking I'm buying uh, fake tickets. Oh yeah. It's yeah. definitely yeah, so- a Nigerian prince is selling me tickets to a, <laughs> to a footy match. Uh, there's no doubt about no, it. Yeah. That's uh, that's off market tickets. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, Sammy, what, uh, what's uh, the last one you got for us here? Yeah. So now I, I hear that your season's been postponed uh, yeah. due to COVID and stuff. So what next? What happens now? Do well, we just sit to be honest, wait, Sammy, it's not, it's not with it's not it's nothing to do with COVID. What he, what is to do with is um, 
we're still classed as elite football in the Conference North, so we're the lowest tier of elite football. So when we stopped, we stopped with the Premier League, etc. What's happened is, the beginning of the season, obviously, we've not got any income with crowds, etc. So um, the National Lottery and our league come up with the kind of like funding for us to carry on. So what they're saying now is they give us three months of funding. Now they're saying that you can have the funding, but they want it paying back in, in a loan. So we, we gained £30,000 per month to keep our club going to play the season because we are classed as elite football. But now they're saying for the last six months of the season, we'll give you the £30,000, but then we want it paying back. So we're going to rack up a deck of a £150,000 in that. So all the league has come together and said, well, none of us can do that. We've got no income. So that's the kind of like, the heads are against the wall, etc. So they're trying to figure it all out. So what they've said is we'll postpone the season for two weeks and then come up with an agreement. Personally, I think we might get null and voided again, if I'm honest with you, because they don't want to give us the funding. How would they uh, handle any kind of uh, promotion for for uh, your league then? Because, I mean, obviously I, I some know. teams would drop out of League 2. Well, would you know? they do that expected points, bollocks? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that was ridiculous game. shit that they did. What was it? In League it was, 1 or no. League 2? It they was, they had no, it was in League, league and it was in all of them, mate. Yeah. I mean, we got but League 1 got really on screwed up. Uh, oh, you yeah, got relegated on yeah. points per game last season. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Who who was it? Was it in the championship? Somebody dropped out of the playoff places. Well, no, it was it was League, League One. One. League yeah. One. Ridiculous. Uh, you had Portsmouth dropped out. Wickham drop came in, and Wickham was like six points behind. Yeah, but be, yeah. because they had games in hand, they moved them up, and by their strength of their schedule, they assumed they'd come in. Now credit to Wickham, they got they they, they won, won the, the playoffs, playoffs and yeah. they it yeah. got up to the championship, but. But we is, also see, as we are seeing right now, them in the championship, they're 10 points off of the next to last place team, yeah. and their goal differential is horrific. Well, so, for, like, well, for they're them, going right their, back down. That's the first time in the championship in their history, to yeah. be fair to Wickham. But, yeah. and, and surely not relegated due to points per game. It's right. a total bollock system. I think yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll like be interesting it. to see how that all works out. Um, yeah. Well, and it's a shame, too, because you have to imagine for for the team this has to be very galvanizing to make you go look we beat a championship side we can we we went toe to toe and completely took it to one of the best 10 teams probably in all of england yeah. what the fuck are we doing in this league we can get promoted you yeah. know let's let's go let's so that that's unfortunate that it all happens right after a great cup run that really could have galvanized the team yeah, I mean, you're spot on, mate. It's like, really, no, the confidence is high within the within the football club. We've obviously got money, so we could actually invest in some players, maybe get a, a couple of better players in and actually go on a run and then actually push for the playoffs promotion. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nobody knows what to do. Like, the club don't know what to, should we spend the money? Should we do, do we need to save it to keep the club afloat? So everything's just up in arms at the minute. Nobody knows what's the best thing, the best way to go about it. And it's just, it's just going tits up, if I'm honest. Mm, that's a shame. Well, keep, keep us updated on any kind of raffles or anything you're doing. You'll, you'll always get our support. You'll always get our listeners support as well. Um, we're, we're more yeah. than glad, glad to help. And like I said, you're, you're now officially our, our, uh, our non-league side till you make it to league <laughs> two and then you're our league two side. Okay. Well, listen, we, Sam, tell you what, drop me your address after because I've got you a shirt I'll send over to you. Oh, fabulous. That's great. We'll hang it up Cheers, here. We'll, we'll hang it up here in the studio. Yeah. Excellent. Right, Thank you. Superb. Thank you very, very much. Well, um, 
Uh, ben, thanks for joining us the last couple of times. Congratulations on a magical cup run. Uh, we definitely want to chat again before the FA, uh, well, after the FA Cup final, because I want to hear all about yeah. what it was like being a groundsman for a day there, okay? Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Cheers, man. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Graham, we're going to change it up a little bit because I want to recap all the games, but I don't want to go in depth into them because it's the FA Cup. Sounds so good. Let's kind of do a little rapid fire back and forth thing um, and, and go through a quick recap. So, Sam, why don't you go ahead and start it off since it's uh, your team as I open something. Uh, that's the Malort that you were getting ready in the break. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so Southampton obviously beat Arsenal 1-0. Uh, Arsenal were fairly passive in the first half, um, and it was a freak own goal that actually did us in two or three deflections on the way by crossed in from the right-hand side towards the uh, middle of the box and beat bird Leno it was unfortunate shit happens. Uh, but the good news, and I will gladly take a loss in the FA cup for is Mesut Ozil is no longer at the club. He is now a member of Fenerbahce who have lost launched a crowdfunding movement to pay his wages, <laughs> uh, which is absurd for a top-level football club. Uh, Mezit, this one's for you, mate. <laughs> um, you know what's nice about that bottle of Malort that I just opened, hon? I haven't done a shot out of it. I haven't I, done a shot out of it. You haven't done a it. shot out of it either. Just remember, Sam, don't go full sorrow, okay? Don't go full sorrow. <sighs> I feel like Jack Wilson right now. <laughs> just only a little sad Jack, okay? <laughs> um, I w my, my, my thought on that is clearly Arteta has been proven correct on his changes to the lineup because he just put out all the guys that were playing like trash before to watch them play like trash again. His lineup changes have been confirmed. <laughs> yeah. And Aubameyang, actually, I forgot to tell you this, <laughs> Alba is now, uh, don't know when he's going to be back due to personal issues. So Four he comes night. in. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, the, the most reported rumor I've heard is he's getting divorced. Oh, okay. Um, which sucks, obviously. Uh, but you know, I would still be expected to turn up to work. You know, I mean, <laughs> shit, she could, she couldn't have divorced him a year before, before he got that Ozil money. I mean, come on. <laughs> she wanted to wait till the contract was signed, mate. <laughs> Smart woman. Smart businessman. Eddie, that. Eddie, I need to talk to you, Eddie. <laughs> you treat me like Armu. I want half, half Eddie. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Fuck you, man. <laughs> And if anybody remembers that, that is a brilliant fucking bit from Eddie Murphy back when he used to stand on stage and tell jokes before he did movies and stuff. Yeah. All right. Going to the next game. Uh, Barnsley won Norwich nil. Uh, the top championship side, the Canaries get knocked out. Um, Barnsley handled them pretty easily uh, from what I watched the game bouncing between that and a couple of the others. Norwich never really established themselves at all in the match. Right. Uh, Brighton two over Blackpool, who only scored one. Eves Basuma stand up and be counted, my friend. Whoa. That goal alone uh, should be worth two points. Okay, <laughs> from should have been three one because it should have been a two point yards yeah. out, <laughs> laced it in the top ninety. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Fully deserving to move on to the fifth round of the cup. Oh, it was that was a sick fucking goal. Um, Bristol City three, uh, Millwall nil. Um. Fuck off Millwall back to mediocrity. That's all we have to say about that one. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Sheffield United two over Plymouth Argyle one. Uh, the Blades get another win despite Argyle equalizing. 
I thought um, Plymouth Argyle actually played very well in this game and were probably deservant of a uh, of at least extra time. <laughs> I, I thought um, so too. I thought they had their chances. Sheffield got their shit together, and uh, that's a couple of wins in their last four or five games. And uh, hopefully for them, you know, this can kind of get get a little confidence back in the team, and they can start to do something in the league. Yeah, that, that's that's what you're hoping for if if you're uh, if you're Chris Wilder is that this is going to be what gets the team going. Yeah, and get them on fire. Um, Swansea five, uh, Knotts Forest one. I suspect the, the second place Swans will be gaining promotion easily back to the Premier League. Yeah. They are on fire. They were up to nothing at the half. Knotts got one in the net. And then right after they scored that one, Swans just unleashed hell on them. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, go ahead. Next one. Uh, West Ham four, Doncaster nil. Uh, West Ham scored early, uh, but they put the match away pretty quickly. What we often criticize them for is a failure to close games out or a failure to to see the tie out early mm-hmm. enough, uh, and they have to go balls to the wall for the entirety of the match. This scored early, scored often, put it to bed. What you worried about? Yeah, let's get out of here. Cruise the rest of the game, and it's almost like a training <laughs> session. I yeah, they really they they put it to them, and that's that's good because unlike their last round, it was really 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 tough go. For Absolutely. Them. All right, Chelsea three, Luton Town one. Frank Lampard's final match in charge, as Chelsea likes to do. They like to wait for you to win so you can leave on a high note. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I don't know how to necessarily feel about this one. I don't think that he's considering what's going on with COVID and all the money that Chelsea spent. I get that expectations are high, but I don't know what, how he's supposed to make this team meld when there isn't, you know, a winter break. So you could go fucking to Dubai together and fucking do a warm weather training session. Or just ask big Sam to, if you could borrow his plane, you know, get to learn one another. Like it just, <laughs> it just doesn't, it, it just, they're never that opportunity just never really came, you know? Yeah. And absolutely it it's, um, it's a bit sad because obviously he was one of the most exciting young coaches coming up, obviously a Chelsea legend, uh, but he just th- couldn't cut the mustard. You know, there's a couple of quote unquote anonymous sources closest, closer to players, you know, mm-hmm. came out uh, in the last day saying things uh, over the course of today, essentially, because he was let go last night, early this morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, Basically saying that he didn't really give us a lot of instruction. He said, just go out there and express yourself. Well, why weren't you knocking on his door two weeks ago, a month ago? Say, hey, why don't you tell us what to do here? You know, we're we're in a bad way. We need some sort of a plan. You got to give us some direction. I also think that's bullshit. I think I think someone's talking because, yeah, how would he have been successful then at Darby County? Because that wouldn't have worked with a championship side. Well, he had also had Wayne Rooney, who's now in charge of Derby County. Right. Um, well, and, he didn't have him on the team at that time. That's and when Ashley he was, Cole. That's when he was still at DC United. He had. To, uh, oh, that's right. He yeah. came in at the end of the season, didn't he? He had Mason Mount was playing for him. Then, right. But, but it was just a low knee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he had Ashley Cole, though, too. Yeah. But I don't just, know. It, it's a it's a strange thing all around. Um, I, Until he proves me something else, though, he is just young Steve Bruce. And should replace old Steve Bruce at Newcastle. <laughs> uh, we'll I, I def- I, if, if I'm Ashley, I fire Bruce right now and I hire him. Yeah, if you were smart, but he won't do that. But I think the thing we have to remember with Frank, too, this is only his second managerial job. Right. He's only been managing now for four years. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I think he's a little hard done. Um, great. They're supposed to bring in Thomas Tuchel. 
I don't think Tuchel's going to make them a top five side. Well, Tuchel has a reputation also of clashing with people above him. Right. And Russian oligarchs tend to not like to be clashed with. Yeah, precisely. So, I just, I, I just, it just seems, it, it seems very untimely and it just doesn't make much sense to me. And I don't think they're going to see any real improvement from it, to be honest. No. You know? And, uh, well, Tuchel was the manager at Dortmund. Um, so he is used to working with young players, obviously mm-hmm. them bringing through. He, he followed Klopp, uh, <clears throat> at, at Dortmund. Right. Um, and Chelsea are chock full of young talent. So there is the potential. That he could get a song out of him. The other uh, fun fact about Thomas Tuchel is uh, before I knew anything of Bielsa's seat, Thomas Tuchel was the first manager I saw on a bucket. Yep. But it was due to a surgery he had, uh, and he had a little seat there, a little bucket there. Yeah, a big old the, boot on his foot. In the technical box so he could sit down um, when his foot started to hurt. Yep. When uh-huh. his wee little foot started to hurt. All right. So um, moving into the next one, we have uh, Lester 3. Brentford won. Uh, Brentford came out and completely bossed the first half. We're up one nothing, and then within a minute of the second half, underscored, and then within five minutes after that, it was two to one, and then Leicester just ran away with it. That was the the young. Is he Turkish? Yeah, yeah. That's the young Turkish player, not underscore like you know. Focused in exclamation point oh, okay. underscored that. No. Uh, yeah. The person named under scored. Uh-huh. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. You're you're really happy with yourself on that one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. I'm I'm glad that producer Mel is equally as confused by that one as I am as she just Well you looks said underscored. Bewildered. Is his name underscore? No, his no, name his is under. under oh, and, and so underscored. Yeah. All right, that's easy. <laughs> You don't need to underscore it. <laughs> but I'd like that. That's Too called much. a that's a clever pun. Um is it now one yeah, thing I think so. one thing but worth noting, one thing worth noting, uh one Mr. Jamie Vardy is out for uh hernia surgery. Um how much of a badass is Jamie Vardy? He's been dealing with this for three fucking months. He's scored eleven league goals, he's one of the league leaders in goals. And he's been doing it with a fucking hernia because <laughs> vodka and Red Bull and a pack eats of smokes away, eats away at your abdominal t- wall. It takes away all pain. <laughs> there is no pain. You don't need to worry about pain. Fuck pain. <laughs> yeah. That means he had the hernia when he took out the side flagpole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't give or a fuck. Or maybe he, were they're coloring it up and he got the hernia from taking out the side flagpole and nobody wants to say that. Mm-hmm. No. He did it with the hernia. <laughs> just that's how hard he is. He he just continues to build the myth, the legend that is Jamie fucking Vardy. Absolutely, hundred I mean, percent. All of that transatlantic <coughs> uh, travel between England and BWI has really like broken him down. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, clearly, absolutely. All right, so uh, moving on from that. We have Burnley three, Fulham nil, as they score their next month's allotment worth of goals. Uh, <laughs> they absolutely dominated Fulham in this one. Oh, my God. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. It was it was all them all day. Which is a shame because the last two outings for Fulham have been nothing but positive. Despite them being losses, they stood up to Chelsea very well. It was that one rash error by um, Anthony... Uh, um, what's his name? The young American kid, Anthony Robinson. Yeah. Uh, they got the red card. Uh, and then the, the subsequent match, um, they 
they also stood up and, and played very, very well against Tottenham and, and almost escaped with a draw there. I think that what has happened for Scott Parker is exactly what happened for Arteta. He put out the guys who started the season for him and his lineup changes have been confirmed that, you know what? I made the right changes to my lineup. Right. Yeah. Because he had Mitro out there. Didn't really do much. He had Tim Ream out there. Didn't really do like just some of those guys who were part of the championship side. Yeah. And eh, eh. they're just not ready for the, the just aren't proven in the Premier League and, and are doing nothing to help their cause. Um, he, It's just a shame for them that after flying with such confidence, despite losing, playing so well against two top teams. Right. And being full of confidence to fall like this to Burnley, a team that doesn't score much anyway. To lose three nils, kind of a gut punch. Yeah, but it's also all your backups. I think he, I think they probably look at it and go, you know what? I'm more focused about Brighton on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean you that's know? that's absolutely Bright, true as well. Brighton yeah. on Wednesday and West Brom on Saturday. That's all that and, fucking matters. Two six pointers. Yeah, that's it. Them. That yeah. is it. That 100%. is all that fucking matters. I, I would agree those, with that. Yeah, yeah, are those games? Uh, also worth noting, Scotty Parker wearing the turtleneck with the jacket, the black turtleneck with the black jacket, looking. Um, oh, I'm sorry, a charcoal gray jacket. He was definitely the cover of GQ's Winter um, Villain covers. Winter you know? Collection, yeah. Well, no, Winter Villains. Specifically like the, Villains. Because villains. Yeah. he got that perfect jaw, jaw, and he's just like, I'm like, yeah, well, that's a sh- but Bond villain. That's a Bond villain. Well, if he shaves <laughs> his head like uh, Pep, it could be Lex Luthor. Ah, very much so. Speaking of Scotty Parker, have you seen the picture of him as a woman? Yes. <laughs> Fit. So <laughs> gorgeous either way. He's very villable any way he is. There were there were there were a couple. There were a couple that I saw all the managers done as women, and there were a couple I was like, Oh, there's more looking, of them? Not a bad looking lass. Oh, they did them all. They oh, did I them get, all. I gotta go find that. I just saw the Parker one that yeah, was shared they, in our club. Yeah, but uh Scotty um, Parker, they're like Hey, pretty pretty good looking for a woman there, Scotty. You're Dare pretty I fit. Throw out another acronym that we will not describe on the main show. This yes. will be for injury time, which you can find at www.patreon.com backslash do football show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh the picture of Scott Parker yes. specifically as a woman. Uh, is it safe to say that Sam might want to SFTP? Yes. Heard, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a throwback from Soundcheck. Yes. Which uh, you can also find by subscribing to the Patreon. <laughs> Uh, and have, you went ahead and opened that can of worms. Go oh, ahead yeah. and continue. Uh, already it. did it. www.patreon.com backslash to you football show. It's all whores on this side of the table. <laughs> so many whores. So many, many whores. The boys like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and some of the girls. A rematch from. Hopefully Lady Scott Barker. Uh, a rematch Shit. for the from the um, from the Northwest uh, Derby uh, had Manchester United this time hosting Liverpool getting the win. Uh, back and forth. I mean, this it was, is what the game last weekend should have been. It was <laughs> fucking great. Fucking hell. This thing was all over the place. It's fantastic. Hey, Liverpool goes up. United dr- ties it up. United goes up. Liverpool ties it up. And then Bruno, Bruno with a sublime set piece. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Um, I do want to say Tiago Alcantara uh-huh. uh, with a little duck mm-hmm. uh, underneath of it. When he could have just stood, he could have made himself. A five foot six <laughs> barrier and stopped that from going in. But instead, he showed his size, ducked under it, right? It's the only yep. time you can say a five foot six man stood tall if he had blocked that ball, yeah. which he could have if he just stood there. 
Right. But instead he ducked under it, made nope. himself seem like the wee little man that he is. And it, and it found the right hand corner and it was absolutely fantastic. It was gorgeous. Couple, God, it was a brilliant shot. Couple of great goals, couple of great saves. I mean, both goalkeepers were made to work in this game mm-hmm. as well. Yep. It was end to end stuff. It was electric. It was a wonderful, wonderful game to watch. This is every all the hype from two weeks ago for last weekend, right? Where they played in the Premier League. Right. All of the hype from that. <laughs> And well, it ended up being a relatively dull game was all saved up for this. And it was in the FA Cup. So it meant something. It was a knockout game. It, oh, it was lovely. I think that's why it made that game so open because neither team wants to go into extra time. Right. So at the end of the match, they're both having to go and try and trying to get that extra goal to win to win the match. And uh, to boot, you, you can live to fight another day in the league. You're going to face each other right. again. I mean, what did Jose say? And walk away. What Jose say, right? Away at the big six, get a draw. Mm-hmm. Home at the big six, get a win. Yeah. Ultimately, it's not really those games that are going to win or lose you the title. Yeah, it's 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 the, the games against fifth through fourteenth. It's the cold, rainy day in Stoke. Right. It's that are going to win your title. Is, so you know? and that and it had that kind of drab affair. Just don't drop dropping points, obviously, but share the spoils with this team. Stay close with them. We'll pick up points elsewhere. Yeah. Worry about it. You right. know, and and that's, you know, worry about it when we get them in our building. Right. But a cup competition. Fuck it. We have to go balls to the wall. And they did. And it was fantastic. Because the last thing you want is to add another 30 minutes to that game. Correct. That's the last thing you fucking want, especially for them, knowing the Champions League's right around the corner. Exactly. So um, Everton win uh, at home to Sheffield Wednesday, 3-0. Um, pretty simple. I actually... Um, uh, American Toffee Pod uh, quoted my um, my thoughts on the match, which was oh, uneventful in all the right ways. Nice, clean, easy victory. No cards, no injuries. The guys who needed to come back and play are back in form. Didn't go into extra time. Just a professional football club playing professional football. That's easier said than done when it comes to Everton. So That's to have it. that yeah. is relief to yeah. just watch, like, just uh, that's that old great. quote unquote professional performance mm-hmm. just uh, against um, against lower league opposition. You just come in three nil done and dusted. Get back on the bus. Just yep. straight assassin style. <clears throat> get uh, get get the kids in. Get get your good players off. The uh, the youngest player ever to uh, uh, make his debut for Everton happened. Uh, Terry A. Smalls it breaks. um Rooney's record. Okay. Yeah, so 16, 16 years and a couple days younger. 16 years and 100 days old. Okay, there you go. That is the youngest player. Did he score? And then, uh, no, he just played like the last. He's a, he's a left back, and oh. I think we put him in center mid because we just put all the mid. Uh, and we also had another uh, kid, uh, Onyoku, Tyler Onyoku, who's also a center uh, half, and we put him at central mid just to basically jam up the middle so that Wickham wouldn't score. Right. You know, that was basically it. It was at the end of the game. It was just like, Okay, we're going to preserve the shutout. Wickham. No. Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Wickham uh, uh, lost to uh, Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, which uh, actually brings that, up, brings that up. Please do. Uh, Tottenham 4, Wickham 1. Uh, Spores, sp- Spores scurred. Spurs scored mm-hmm. <laughs> three goals in the last five minutes. Yep. Um, Wickham was up uh, early. Spurs came back equalized. At the at, 45th minute yeah. into right, right at the end of the half, which kills a team, but... Wickham came out fighting the they second half. They were fighting big time. And then, uh, obviously, once that 
goal came inevitably. Yeah. Um, Wickham kind of succumbed to that pressure. And also made two brilliant saves. He actually on the goal line twice. Yeah. Stopped Harry Kane twice. Yep. Like, so but the know, ball found Harry Winks. Yeah. Who five seconds earlier almost cleared the back stand. Yeah. Hitting a ball over the top of the goal. Uh, hit actually the name uh, <laughs> written on top of the stand on the on the face of the yeah. awning. Um, hit the T, the letter T there, and uh, yep. in, in that whatever that name was, uh, and then curls a beautiful left-footed effort into the far corner. Just, Absolutely fantastic. Just past the outstretched hand of Alsop too, because yeah. Alsop makes makes a save. Then it goes to um, Kane, makes another save right inside the six on the line. It pops around. You see him get up, and you see him see the shot coming. And he dives, and I mean, it was inches from his hand. You you even saw his hand right at the end do like that flick. little flick, like, like he was like just it. try to be <laughs> an inch bigger. And then yeah, then a bunch of uh, bunch of goals after that. Sir Mel seen that little flick a few times. No, but the, the yeah. just be an inch bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, she what she gets what she gets, and she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and then a minute later. I yeah. think it was Son that scored uh, that goal. No, um, no, I was. Oh, it was uh, no. Son took the original shot. It was mm -hmm. in Dombele. Uh, yeah, he scored. scored two. I'm sorry, he scored the last. And then he two. scored the last one as well. Yeah. Only three minutes after that second one. Yeah, it um, was right after the kickoff. They basically yeah. stole it from him, came right down and put it in the back. Exactly. Of the net. At uh, that point, you knew it was it was it over. Was yeah, when as soon as Spurs took the lead, you knew it was done because yeah. they were just so deflated. I mean, and that's where 30 seconds went mm -hmm. by between goals. Well, they lined up, kicked off, and then Spurs are right down, ball over the top, bang. Uh, I'm not going to question their fitness, but when you got a team full of guys that uh, um, make uh, Triori look um, like he needs to hit the gym, um, <laughs> maybe they got a little winded after a while. Not sure if the boys don't miss an arm and leg day on, on that Ooh, team. I was going to ask if the Wickham owner was uh, was the owner of Planet Fitness because it looks like that club could just be rebranded as Planet Fitness. They had five guys on the pitch <laughs> that were all freaking jacked, just <laughs> huge chest and gigantic guns. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the one guy uh, came on later on, uh, um, Anawiki. Was the the, think, yeah, yeah. the one who famously did the uh, clop clop get on the phone and give me a call? Wickham got promoted to the championship. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do want to say you remember Harambe, uh huh, because of the spelling of their name. You remember what uh, the overhead somebody hacked into the overhead sign on ninety five? Mm -hmm. And do you remember what it said after Harambe died? No, I don't. All right, it said. Uh, and I'm going to just say it with Wickham's name in because of the way Wickham spelled. Uh-huh. Okay. Dick's out for Wakambi. <laughs> <laughs> really? So um, the last game is going to get played tomorrow. Um, yeah, and it's Bournemouth versus yep. Crawley Town. Yeah, a bunch of players on Crawley Town popped for um, for COVID. So if they don't, or if they're not able to pull off the game tomorrow, game gets forfeited to uh, Bournemouth. To Bournemouth, yep. All right, so we got one other game that we didn't mention, and we wanted to stall because we got a special guest that's going to be on in a moment with us. But uh, Manchester City 3 and uh, Chetland Town 1. Yep. It was a game that oh. happened. And Cheltenham, for large stretches, were putting City under a ton of pressure. <laughs> they really were. They were taking it to them. Yeah. And then finally they get the lead. Yep. They, finally... they got the lead, and then I made the mistake of checking my Facebook. Yes. And... um. When we were, when we, you, you're familiar with the movie Bull Durham, and and what is the one thing you never do, ever, ever, ever do? 
in a baseball game. Mention that somebody has a no-hitter? Precisely. If things are going well, you don't fucking mention it. One. And speaking of David Ortiz, we have him on the phone right now. (laughs) Instead of playing Xbox like a good little DH in the clubhouse, and instead of walking out and screwing up Kurt Schilling's no-hitter, he decided to walk out of the clubhouse and say something. How you doing, Alan? Good, but unlike David Ortiz, at least I haven't been the subject of an assassination attempt. So that's, I mean, that's hopefully a good thing. I I don't I don't know maybe uh, yet, maybe Chetland Town uh, supporters want to have a word with you yeah, uh, as soon as that travel ban's <laughs> lifted you better be careful buddy <laughs> you need to you to watch out there so well, I've got maybe I got to get a security detail or something yeah you you probably do need to do that now what we have uh, decided is that because um, you were a bad boy stuck your hand in the cookie jar and you talked about a no hitter when you weren't supposed to I took time out of my busy day to pour a small shot out of uh, our bottle of Malort and come drop it off to your happy ass. So you this have is that a small shot. Uh, yeah, well, that's a. <laughs> uh, it's, um, we're we're grown men here, so um, you got a you got a normal mini, so a fifty ml, so a standard a standard shot, we will say, but to us that's small. Um, yeah, that's true. So you ready to um, you ready to take it down? You got any famous last words for us before you do your shot of Malort for the first time? Yeah, well, I just want to, I want to offer two dedications to this bitter disgustingness I'm about to, uh, inhale because I can't think of two more bitter disgusting things than one, our former president, Donald Trump, because bitter and disgusting is thumbs him up. And the second thing I'd like to toast to is the bitter disgustingness of automatic substitutions, which I'm sure you'll be getting to in the fantasy segment. So that'll tee you up for that. Thank so, you for that. Excellent. All right. <sighs> bottoms up. So here we go. All righty. I heard a little <laughs> in there. Yeah. So <laughs> I think there was. Ooh. Oh, there it is. Oh, wait. Wait. It gets worse. <laughs> it, give it about another 10 seconds. It gets even worse. You know, you know what? I, I expected so much worse. It, it's not. It's not as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Maybe we've been building it up too has, much. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I mean, has, we, has, the bile, has the bile built up in your throat yet? Where it tastes it, like it's you starting, just like like it's it's starting to creep up my throat, and yeah. I definitely feel it. And it's going to take a while to ooh ooh. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> there it is. It's Ooh. it's that it's that bile thing. It's like you throw back the shot and you go, "It's not that bad." It really. Come on. What's everybody? A little Whoa, Why do <laughs> I taste throw up in my mouth all of a sudden? It's, a, it's like a delayed. It's like a delayed fuse, almost oh, yeah. like you're like, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, all right, Ooh, oh, oh, oh. It's like those opposite <laughs> Harry Potter uh, jelly beans. <laughs> It <laughs> lures you into a false sense of, sense of bravado. Like, oh, yeah, I'm tougher than everybody else. Oh, no, wait, here it comes. I, I just hope I have something for dinner that's going to that's gonna wipe this taste away in a little bit. Nope, nope. You'll be you burping it up the rest of the night. Oh, yeah. You'll be you'll be tasting it. So now you know how our pain feels whenever we lose. And uh, you know, now you know better. Don't, don't go... Nah. Fucking it off for no. city. Don't go giving them opportunities <laughs> so, like that. So another well, reason well, nope. why you should join the Drunkard United FC page on Facebook is for shit like this. Uh, Brody, and where I say I made the mistake of checking my phone, decided it was a good idea to post, uh, wow, has anybody seen Cheltenham Towns on up on Man City with only 15 minutes to go? And I responded, fucking don't jinx it. Yep. <laughs> Within a minute of me posting that, city equalized. <laughs> yep. And then I yep. said, God damn it, Brody. <laughs> Yep. Two minutes after I, I posted I, that, City scored again. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Fuck! 
You fucked it. <laughs> I take full responsibility. I am the I am the reason why City ended up winning. And notice today when Wickham went up on Tottenham, I was like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 not gonna do it. Uh-uh. See that but, boy learning learning from our mistakes. Very well done, well, sir. Especially <laughs> now that I've had to taste the Malort. I, I that that if I don't learn from that, then you know. Well, yeah. game on me. well, now next time you watch a game at my house, I'm just going to make you drink Malort again. I mean, people drink it on purpose. Uh, they did. Did you that, see the video of the, the sommelier that got shared in that group? Oh, yeah. The Psalm that tasted uh, Malort and it's, did a full review on it? Yeah, tic- it's one of the TikTok guys. He's <sighs> fucking funny. He's great. He does. He Well, he does all like he does Four Locos. Right, he does yeah, Boone's yeah. Farm. And he does Mad Dog. The whole thing. It was more of a sarcastic straight face. Like you could okay. tell he was forcing the straight face. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. I'll play I'll play you some of his stuff later. It's it's pretty fantastic. All right, so Brody, I have a um proposition for you, my friend. Oh no. Uh if you want me to let you lift <gasps> this down at some point, I'm going to need you to full on subscribe and help propagandize the people that I do not own a Peloton. But you, you need do. to be fully team Graham on this because I don't actually own a Peloton. All I'm asking you to do, you're really, renting a Peloton. We didn't uh, want to tell people that you're renting the damn thing. <laughs> well, the irony is, I haven't either. even I haven't even seen a picture of the of the uh, exercise equipment in question. So I posted a video of me to, riding like, the fucking thing. No, I, I didn't see. Where did you post that on the? Uh, did you post that on the page? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to look it up. Go and, find and I'll, uh, it. But the, here's I'll do my the, here's the point. All I'm asking you to do is propagandize the truth. Okay? That's all I'm asking you to do. And I'll let you off the hook for this now. You've paid your debt to society. All right. But you can let if you keep-, keep going with the communist tyrant fucking oligarch over there, uh-huh. and Sam and, Houston, and the public, the general public at large, <laughs> all the fans of this show all agree you have a Peloton. Everyone knows it. If you keep up with that bullshit, <laughs> I will mention it every show until you change your fucking tune. Is it really Boy. that bad? Yes. I mean, I mean yes. We'll, we'll just keep talking about your Peloton. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, it's not going to change anything from the tyrant over there. So whether or not I uh, I keep it up or not, it's, I mean, he's still going to give you the, he's gonna, still going to read your right act. So, uh, you yeah, know. Him, I'm kind of desensitized to him, though. All right. Okay. It's just everyone else. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if if we're going to bring up things, I mean, we would bring up to Gekko the fact that uh, when you guys played Sutton Town, uh, Sutton Town beat Leeds to advance to that moment. Or if we really wanted to talk to Chris and Smokey about their (laughs) first game last year when they lost to Manchester City 5-0. And we brought up 37 (laughs) times out of the 38 weeks last season. Make it 39 today. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking brilliant. All right. Well, Brody, you're a good sport. Thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you chiming in. Thank you, sir. Sirs. All right, brother. We'll holler at you later. Yep. All right. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. As we mentioned on Thursday, all of us missed except for the fucking chicken. She hit. Um, allow me to feed the couple losers here real quick. Uh, fuck betting how Graham bets. I wrote the fox in the box failed to find the net, screwing the both of us. Mm. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Had to pause for a promo video. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, Graham, you are now down a thousand sixty-nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good thing <laughs> to keep being down. As it's long as sixty-nine is still on the end of it, I don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> Will you just take a simple, safe bet to lose, like to get a hundred dollars off? No, 
Uh, I will take a simple overcomplicated bet. Okay. Okay. I'm going for a two hot Tuesday. I'm picking all four games oh, in Jesus. a parlay. West Ham over Palace, which should happen. Mm-hmm. Leeds over Newcastle, which should happen. Arsenal over Southampton, which should happen. And City over West Brom, which will happen. Okay. For sure. Okay. And the odds is what makes this very interesting. And I cannot turn down plus 1,083 United States dollars. Okay. Okay. So that would put me up 14 bucks. So who has to win again? West Ham beating Palace, Leeds beating Newcastle, Arsenal beating Southampton, and City beating West Brom. Okay. Very good. Okay. 1,083. Extra two hot Tuesday hot take from this guy over here on this side of the table. All right. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm glad I made two bets. So let's go ahead and go to uh, Pat. And now hey. it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Pat, wait for your fucking intro, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Jesus Christ. We were doing it all season. I paid five good American dollars for your fucking intro. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. How's you're it going? Good. You are imploding in like glorious fashion. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. They can't even wait for the, the jingle. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, risking more money to to just to get a win and then Liverpool fucks you. I mean, that's just horrific. Yeah, I mean, I still only lost ten dollars though. Yeah. Because I got one win. But you know, hey, it was a took a shot. I can't believe Liverpool just I mean, it's crazy. Couldn't have happened to a better bunch of cunts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what you got for us this week? All right. Well, now that I'm down 771, um, I got a good feeling on the midweek bets. Uh, I'm going to play a small two-game parlay. I'm going to bet 50 on Arsenal drawing with Southampton at uh, plus 225. And I'm going to parlay Fulham beating Brighton straight up on the money line for plus 260 to win 535. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, but but it's only a fifty dollar risk, so that's that's worth yeah. it. Try to try to chip away a little. Smart play. Unlike Graham over here, who picks all four of the games on Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all of them. They're all favorites. It should all happen. Oh, I know. I know. They're all favorites. It's supposed you know, to so, happen. So was so Green Bay this weekend, and I you mean, saw what happened. Palace, <laughs> Palace are trash. Newcastle are trash. Southampton. I mean, they're them, but we subbed in a bunch of players. And then it was an own goal that still beat us at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then West Brom, City, come on, they ain't going to lose at West Brom. They're not going to no. try West Brom. They drew so, them last time. No, that, no, that was a fluke. Okay. That was a dream. That didn't right. happen. It was all a dream. All right, fake news. <laughs> all right, excellent. Well, uh, Pat, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday. We'll get a bet from you Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. All oh, you got to do, do is just email us a bet because we're going to do it via Zoom. So uh, just email us a bet on Thursday and we'll uh, check in for the weekend, okay? All right. Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. All right. Be good, brother. All right, brother. Yeah. All right. From now on, and if you, Sam, would read through my notes, you're going to notice that I um, have a little uh, change of bet um, that I should not take the same match as you. So now I'm down $225. So no more fucking around. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Sammy, 28.5% of the time, it works 100% of the time. Initially, I was going to take Zaha to score against West Ham at plus 235. Fuck that. You picked that game. I am staying as far away from that fucking game as humanly possible because games you pick are trash. That could still happen. I am going with 
my team, Everton, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin to score against Leicester at plus 148. So no win, just Calvert-Lewin to score. Can I just mention real quick, the 28.5% equals out to six out of 21 bets. <laughs> uh-huh, which is better than you. I think you've hit two bets. If they were my, my part of the segment's more fun. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> as as we watch a man gamble away his newborn's college fund. Yeah, I'm gambling like I'm on my third day of a meth binge. Right. So in <laughs> Vegas. Okay. When now that we stumble to the finish line on that, that was an okay segment. But we give you more. We give you Kitty the Chicken. Kitty's on a bit of a roll and currently sits at 9 and 10. So for the midweek, I gave Kitty Everton hosting Lester. Mm. So as I went up to the coop, I noticed there's some construction going on behind it. And it looks like a recovery center is being built. Really? Well, there's a little bit of space back there behind the coop. So, yeah, you could build something. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't see it through the bushes from my window, but it's uh, like halfway done. And we know a certain fox is about to be on the mend, so Mm -hmm. I guess he'll be convalescing in the backyard. Oh, is that also the two rows of tobacco I saw growing on the side of said construction building? That could I mean, there's, be a, there's a lot going on back there. I did receive a, re- a shipment of Red Bull and Tito's today. <laughs> well, let's face it. Their relationship has been tumultuous at times. And that's why I took correspondence from her good friend and snooker world <laughs> champion, Mark Shelby. Yeah. Who famously doesn't practice. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a deep pull right there. And he knows that he doesn't practice. How about that? <laughs> I listen to talk sport all day long. He knows about snooker. I know snooker. <laughs> so apparently Mark Shelby asked Kitty to help because it would be best for Vardy and their beloved Lester. So sorry, Sam. I mean, guy, it sounds like Kitty is going to the Foxes for a win. I don't think she's ever picked Everton once. I was just thinking about that mm. no, no 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 she has no faith in your team whatsoever no she uh, never does you want a famous snooker story sure um sir alex ferguson once bet one of his players uh <laughs> over a game of snooker that he would start the next game player agreed to it because he fancied himself a bit mm-hmm. went over to sir alex's had a snooker table at home full professional snooker table at the house <laughs> and he was like shit alex <laughs> ferguson wiped the fucking floor with him <laughs> Didn't play for three more games. Oh, brilliant. I love it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that is why you need to gamble legally and responsibly. Go figure. That's the reference you finally fucking get, Graham. (laughs) Yeah. An obscure game that's pretty much only played in fucking England. (laughs) That's the fucking that. That's the reference you get. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep, that's the one. Oh, fucking hell. So, tell us about fantasy. All right, so, it was a very big week for a lot of people. Uh. Because a lot of people played smart, put in only the people that played two games Mm -hmm. uh, in their team that week. Now, that worked out for some. It did not work out for everyone. Namely, you. Yeah, I know. I scored a Uh, ton of points. (laughs) Problem is, you scored a lot more. Yeah, so I beat you 76 to 49. Um. Uh, Rob actually came back and beat Gekko 64 to 49. Wow. Uh, which is huge. Uh, Villa girl, her highness Lindsay lost 53 to Alberto's 57. Smokey beat out uh, Chris 52 to 35. 
JB, big winner for the week, 92. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, he's not big winner for the week. Sorry. He comes in a very close second, 92 to 39 over Taylor, uh, whose team name fucking killed me this week. The Just My Tip. Just My Tip. Just My Tip. <laughs> We've all played that game at one point or another. Mm-hmm. We try and then we fail. Yep. Uh, Russ actually got a win for a change uh, over Kenny, 57 to 50. Uh, so we get to make Kenny uh, make fun of Kenny again for the next week and a half. <laughs> Ray uh, edges out Allen 66 to 64. And the big winner for the week was Keith with 93 points over Elliot's 51. <laughs> All right. So what that does to the standings is I jump up into sixth. Uh, JB jumps up into second. Smokey's back up into fourth. Um, Keith up into eighth and Alberto up into seventh. You, sir, drop down to ninth. I know. Taylor down to 10th. Her Highness down to 11th. Rob stays in 12th. The bottom of the table is unchanged, 12th through 16th. Uh, Russ is still three points off of 15th place in the golf relegation zone. Heard, man. No good. Oh, and I probably, if I'm going to mention that, I should mention the top of the table team, shouldn't I? That'd be polite. No, you got an email. Uh, Ray is still at the top of the table. (laughs) All right. So, um, Alan, you need to get your shit together because, or Brody, you need to get your shit together because... Uh, we can't have Ray or JB win it because, you know. Listen, I'm on the charge, okay? J- Don't count me out yet. We got a J- long way to go. JB JB would be unsufferable because he's the fantasy guru or self-proclaimed the business. Um, and and Ray, 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 Ray's, Ray's a fucking man you supporter. And we just, we, they're, they're we both man you supporters. Yeah. Well, so G- JB's G- fantasy ego, G- along with being a Manchester United supporter, he's, he's, is totally unsufferable. <laughs> he's actually not. He just piles on on it because he likes to see you get flustered. <laughs> That's why he piles First it off, on. I don't it. get flustered. I get fucking pissed <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> What, that they state facts that uh, Cantona wins, wins big games and scores important goals. And uh, Henri just patted his stats and is a mediocre fucking um, uh, player. Bite your tongue, mate. All right. Very good. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Any parting words? Uh, I actually don't have any, um, but I think I'm going to pass this section off to Melissa uh, because there was a recent loss in our family. And yeah. I think she the best to speak about it. Absolutely. Can I do it without crying? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I'll work through it. Uh, so you guys hear about our chicken, Kitty, and the other girls. But the one we don't talk about much is our OG, Mr. Copper Blue, who every single Monday recording the show, he should be sitting on the other side of our office door, occasionally uh, passing his paw against it, letting us know he's still there waiting for us to be done because we could never let him in the studio. No. Because he's an honorary old, he was an honorary old bastard and would get caught up in all the sound equipment all the time. <laughs> Sometimes fart too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh yeah. So Piss he on would... the floor as well. Just, just oh, because yeah. I need to exert my dominance. <laughs> Allow me to piss <laughs> on the floor. And unfortunately after uh, last week's taping, he had a seizure and then... The next day, it, he just didn't recover. And so he, he's he been with Sam and I since 2005. Yeah. He was a rescue dog from the Humane Society because, in my opinion, that's the only way to go when picking a dog. And he was the best soccer player. The dog was a goalie, which is probably why him and Houston got along so well. And even Graham couldn't dribble the ball past Copper. I mean, Copper cheated. He didn't like, he didn't yes. adhere to any rules, but 
you either could get it over his head or you weren't getting it past him. Those are the only choices, but it yeah. wasn't going past him I mean, if you hit it within 10 feet. He put his life on the line. Just ask Auburn Sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, there was one time our friend Auburn drop kicked the ball and Copper jumped up to intercept the ball and Auburn ended up drop kicking Copper. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first. Block the ball, though. What yep. I, oh, yeah. First of what I can count at least four times that dog should have died over his 17 years, 18 years of life. Mm -hmm. A year into having him, he ran out the front door of my mother-in-law's house and there was a white SUV coming up the road. And I thought, this is it. My dog's going to die. I'm horrible. Copper, <laughs> about three feet from the car, notices it, goes, oh, shit, puts on the brakes and he end up hitting the side wheel of the back tire. So technically, of a moving he, vehicle. Yeah, technically, <laughs> a copper escalade. Copper hit a moving car, <laughs> bounced off, ran back to me, and we didn't have that problem much. <laughs> then there was the time he ran out the front door. Guy was walking his two large pit bulls, and Copper decided to go attack him. And the guy is holding up his dogs by a leash, looking at me as his 28 pound of fury is going <laughs> Schnauzer crazy. Schnauzer poodle. Schnauzer <laughs> poodle. <laughs> Schnauzer poodle going after the pit bull. The guy's like, um, the fuck? I, the yeah. dog was, uh, seriously, me and that dog would have to have come to terms on a <laughs> regular basis because he thought he was an alpha man. Oh, he yeah. was the man of the house. No, in he, fact, he's only humped one adult male uh, in his lifetime. Yep. That would be Sam Gray. <laughs> that was me. Uh, your your other dearly departed uh, uh, pooch, mm -hmm. Loki, mm -hmm. also kissed the inside of my mouth. Yep. So I don't know what it is about me that sexually attracts your dogs to me, but they all want me. I don't know. <laughs> so he was he was the best party dog. Yep. When we would set up a party, Copper would know, ooh, people are coming. And he would go <laughs> out of his way to make sure he didn't do his business anywhere near the party setup. Correct. Hey, now, do it in the woods, do it all yeah. around you. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about, obviously, defecation and, and urine. Yeah. Uh, but he got down to business in front of the party a fair few times. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell the seal bed story? Because so that is worth it. He, you all had this white seal it was like dog a, bed. It was a no, cat bed. Well, allow me to. Okay. So you're mentioning that it was a cat bed for my mother's two cats. Okay. When we got copper. Copper went into my mother's bedroom, knowing that that's where the cats were, took the seal bed and proclaimed it to be his bitch <laughs> from that day forth. So this seal bed, it was exactly what you think. It was a, a big white bed. It had like a little tail off the bed portion and it had a little head off the top. With and the then, little black eyes and everything. And it had those little hard kind of button, but not mm -hmm. buttons. You know what I mean? Black yep. eyes. Yeah. And uh, we were all at your, your old house, the, the townhouse, um, and all drinking. It was uh, one of our big parties. It might have actually been July 3rd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was the, the biggest audience that he ever had at that particular party. Uh, but he did it on multiple occasions where everybody was just settling in. We're all on the couch getting to tipsy, almost drunk. <laughs> Uh, TV's on, had something, some sort of sports on or something. Start hearing a clunking around upstairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, uh, he, I'm like, oh, he's bringing down his girlfriend is what I said to everybody. Yep. He brought down that seal bed right down the stairs. Dump, 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 dump. It's bigger than him. And oh, he's yeah. dragging it by the tail. Big time. Uh, he stood it up in the middle of the room on its side, propped up his legs 
up on top of it. <laughs> Make face, eye contact. Face and, face and eyes of the seal looking at us. Uh-huh. And proceeded to skull fuck the seal bed. Uh-huh. And yep. then turn, look looked at us. us. Like, you see me getting it, right? <laughs> His this little is red happening right now. Yeah. Look into us for approval. <laughs> he would he would go and go and go. And when he, little he lad got tuckered, when a little lad oh got tuckered gosh. out, he would crawl up next to the TV and the sliding <laughs> glass door at the time, and he would sit there with that that breeze coming in and just lick his penis, <laughs> yep, uh, because it hurt from the little <laughs> eyes. Yep. And eventually, after a couple of years, he actually fucked one of the eyes off of the face <laughs> of the yeah. seal. Uh-huh. Literally, skull fucked the seal bed. Yep. yep, yep. That was that was yep. Copper loved his seal bed. And again, the only reason why he decided to take that seal bed, because it was the filthy cats and <laughs> fuck the cats. My my world now. Yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, amazing he'll be, dog. He'll be, he'll be impossible to replace. A fucking legend. Yeah. An absolute he's legend. A, he's an absolute legend and uh, <laughs> the best boy yeah. that anyone could ask uh, for. He was kind of an asshole sometimes. Yeah, but he always listened. Like when it if, came down to it, he, yeah. he was mischievous. Oh, very mischievous. He wasn't bad, but he was mischievous. He would beg. He would steal food. Uh, but if, if you, you t- didn't want to kick the ball, then I, I would tell people, don't kick the ball unless you're prepared for this to be your next half hour. Because yeah. <laughs> he ain't done. He Because he will keep bringing it to you, sit it in front of you, shake until you kick it again. And if Push you don't it. pay attention, he pushes little nose at your feet and he will not leave you alone. So don't start that unless you're willing to play with copper. <laughs> but then you could also hold that ball in front of his face and he would never, no. never grab at it. He'd just sit there and wait. Yep. You're like, come on, kick the fucking <sighs> thing. He was such an obedient, good boy. Yeah. Absolutely. And the one thing that I hope from an outsider, but being part of the family, is that finally the Rainbow Bridge provided the dog with the goddamn truth. <laughs> Brilliantly said. Uh, the dog <laughs> just wants to know the truth. Brilliantly said. So that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, next up is Injury Time, where we're going to preview the midweek's action. Sam, should you want to check out Injury Time? How do you go about doing that? One last time, ladies and gentlemen, third time's a charm. www.patreon.com backslash Show, where you can sign up to one of the top two tiers uh, to be able to hear our extra content. Obviously, the $9 tier, because 10 is too much, is uh, you get a little bit more extra content. So make sure you uh, get on there and, and swipe the old card. Excellent. We'll just enter your information and hit enter. Till later in the week, it. everybody. Peace. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button. This is a last goddamn time. I want somebody use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record.
that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous.